But before we get started on the business of pitching, we are going to welcome one of our change makers, people who are all innovators in different ways. And our change maker is particularly appropriate to this session about getting projects off the ground, because we're about to meet a self-taught programmer and entrepreneur since 2012, he's founded three successful technology startups and become the poster boy. Have you ever been called a poster boy before? Okay, so he is uh, officially a poster boy for young entrepreneurs throughout Europe. His products have won awards and critical and commercial success, and he's 16 years old. He's traveled all the way from uh, Waterford on his own in Ireland <laughs> to tell us his story. So please welcome Jordan Casey. Jordan. Okay, uh, hi everyone, thank you. Uh, my name is Jordan and I'm gonna be the change maker for today's session. I'm a little bit tight on time, so I'm trying to get as much as I can uh, into uh, my presentation. So before I start off telling you a bit about uh, my businesses and my projects and something, some stuff that I do, I'm gonna tell you a bit about myself. I'm Jordan, I'm 16 years old. I'm from Ireland, I'm from a really small town in the south called Waterford, uh, and I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, so I've founded a couple of technology companies over the past few years, which I will uh, tell you about. I'm also a speaker, which is uh, fun, uh, and a kid, uh, which, is, which is also fun. Uh, and this, this is my, my story. Uh, so since I was a, a young boy, I always sort of had an interest in sort of entrepreneurship, whether it be selling like my old toys or offering karate lessons to my friends when I didn't really know much about karate. Uh, I always had an interest in creating, creating businesses and it wasn't until I was nine years old that I discovered something that I was good at creating businesses with. Uh, so when I was nine years old I used to play a game on the internet which many of you probably know called Club Penguin and I saw that some of the people on Club Penguin were making websites and blogs about it, sort of like cheap websites. And I just thought initially like that would be a fun hobby, something to, to do. Uh, so one day I got my grandmother to buy me a book on uh, web programming, uh, started watching videos on YouTube, uh, reading websites, things like that, and uh, pretty much taught myself how to code. Uh, so I launched a Club Penguin website, uh, started working on it, and uh, after a couple of years, I decided that instead of writing about games, uh, that I should try and make my own. So I was essentially looking for a new challenge. And that challenge came upon me with the iPhone development kit. So I discovered the sort of app store when I was uh, 12 years old and that you could actually make money from building software, which for me at a young age, I didn't really know much about. And basically, uh, I sort of looked into creating iPhone apps, to, uh, started watching videos about all that. And the one barrier that came to me was that to build iPhone apps, you actually need a Mac. And uh, for those that don't know, especially for a young 12 year old like myself, uh, Macs can be quite expensive. Uh, so one day I went to my parents, uh, I sort of spoke to them and told them about what I wanted to do. And uh, their first thought was, no, absolutely not. Like, we're not going to spend a grand just so you can play games all day uh, on a computer. Uh, so I pretty much had to go to like drastic terms. Uh, what I did was I forged a letter from Apple and sent it to my parents, uh, <laughs> pretending, pretending to be a big executive from Apple uh, and trying to explain why I should get my, uh, my Mac, uh, like how it would be a, a good learning experience for me. And, uh, eventually they bought it, uh, they believed my letter, and they, they bought me the Mac. Uh, so that was that. Was, that, was that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, so uh, at the age of 12 then, once I had my Mac and I built my first app, uh, I released a game called Alien Ball vs. Humans, which is pretty much this experimental uh, version of Space Invader. Not expecting like anything to happen from it, I just expected it to like 
be downloaded by a couple of people. But uh, little did I know that uh, it actually sort of blew up. It became uh, one of the top uh, downloaded games in Ireland and the UK in uh, 2012. Uh, so it went to the top of the charts in my country. It was fairly high in the UK. So it kind of, kind of like started my career sort of. And since then, I've found a number of different companies, which I'll tell you a bit more about in a second. I've uh, been doing a lot of speaking, which is really cool. And I also, uh, I also do a lot of work with uh, different organisations, which I'll explain uh, in a minute. So that's pretty much my story. That's how, how it all started for me. Uh, before I move on to some other stuff I do, I will just tell you a brief bit about some of the other projects I've done. Uh, the next one I did was called Food World, which is a, a virtual world similar to Club Penguin. I just sort of wanted to experiment and see how that kind of game was made. Uh, and basically, you play in a giant kitchen as food, and you play with your friends, and you talk to your friends. So it's, a, it's an interesting concept. So uh, that was Food World. After that, I sort of changed it up a bit. I created an app called Teachware, which is a bit different from, from games. It was actually a student management system uh, for teachers in, in primary schools and secondary schools. Uh, so it wasn't as big as I, I planned to be in Europe, but it actually was really, uh, really popular in Asia. At one point, I was managing uh, 30,000 classrooms uh, in India, which is, which is a, good, uh, a good feat. But uh, after a while, after a while of doing Teachware, uh, I had to do a lot of sort of customer support, uh, mainly in India, and basically, uh, because of the time zone differences, I didn't really get much sleep. And due to, <laughs> due to having exams in school and uh, other, other projects, I sort of had to give up on Teachware. So I released it as open source, and uh, the software is still used in schools today. So that's, that's Teachware. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and my next project, uh, which is what I'm working on now, is called Kids Code. And basically, uh, over the past few years, I've become really passionate about programming and uh, what you can do with it and how creative you can be with it. And I want to create an application that shows other kids that you can be really creative with coding and also teaches them how to do it. Uh, so I'm creating a virtual world uh, game called Kids Code. Basically, it combines a multiplayer experience with, with uh, visual programming to allow young people to get a gist of programming, uh, learn about the, like the fundamentals of it, also learn creative skills because you can be really creative from programming, and, and also learn collaborative skills by working with your friends and working on team-based projects. So, uh, that's one of the initiatives I'm, I'm working on to try and uh, improve programming uh, around the world, pretty much. Uh, some other things I do before I move on, I uh, do a lot of work with the European Union over the past few years. I've been really lucky to uh, uh, be a young advisor on many projects with uh, the European Union. I don't know if that's really relevant to you guys anymore, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's one of the things that I'm working on. Uh, I, also, I also have a, a lot of other hobbies, so I'm really interested in, in football. And uh, I've been really lucky over the past few years to be able to combine my interests of business and football and computers, pretty much. Uh, so a couple of years ago, uh, I was at a conference in Madrid, and I did a TV interview afterwards. And uh, little did I know that the president of Real Madrid, Florentino Perez, saw it uh, and was interested in me. Uh, so a week later, he flew me over to Real Madrid to go to a match and meet all the players. So that's probably, uh, that's probably my, best, my best achievement so far. Uh, so yeah, thanks very much. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's, that's pretty much a bit about myself. Uh, but I just want to quickly, while I have the, the floor, just address like, an issue that I'd like to talk about, which is uh, having an open mind on the next generation uh, of creative entrepreneurs. So something, again, that I'm really passionate about is promoting young entrepreneurship and allowing uh, young people to have a voice and to have a symbol and to have support, really. So I'm working on a number of different uh, projects to try and improve the sort of voice for young kids. Uh, so the problem is, is a lack of uh, trust and support for like creative-minded young people, especially where I come from in Ireland. There's not a lot of uh, support there for young entrepreneurs who have ideas and have initiatives to get pretty much off the ground. Uh, so an example is like Mark Zuckerberg. He founded Facebook at 19. So I just want to try and promote 
how creative young people can be when they're given the right support and uh, right voice. Uh, that's the example. Uh, so kids are creative, kids are fearless, and, and kids are resilient. Three very important traits for finding your own businesses, pretty much. And uh, what we need is a voice, a support network, and to be taken seriously, which can be a, an issue. So uh, some of the projects that I'm working on to sort of help this, one is called Creatively, which is a, a social network for, for young people to share their creative ideas. So it's uh, something that I'm working on at the moment, and if anyone wants to talk to me afterwards about it, that, that would be cool. Another thing I'm working on is called a Teenage Entrepreneur Movement, which is a, a movement that provides support, mentorship, and uh, just just opens the conversation for young people to to learn about entrepreneurship, to become entrepreneurs, and just, just to get the right backing, really. So uh, that's those are the two projects I'm working on, and I'm really passionate about them as well. And just to finish off, I'll just tell you a bit about what it's like to be a young entrepreneur myself. Uh, obviously, with being a young entrepreneur, there's a lot of advantages. So, like, I get a head start, uh, which is cool. Like, in tw 10 years, I'll be 26, and I'll have, like, 12 years' experience of being an entrepreneur, which is uh, a good thing. I also get to travel a lot, become, become a speaker, which is really fun. But there can be a bit of a disadvantages as well. Like, one thing that's really difficult, it's hard to have a balance. So, like, I have to go to school as well. I have to, like, be a kid. Uh, which can be a bit hard when you're trying to run three businesses as well. Uh, so that's, that's a problem. So I think that <laughs> uh, the best thing for me is to, and other young entrepreneurs who have the same problem, is to sort of make sure you have a, a good organization structure, uh, that like, you have a balance of like, pretty much everything. So I go to school normally, uh, be a kid normally, and then I have time to run my businesses after that. And uh, just touching back on the sort of idea for opening the mind for a young generation is uh, it's hard to be taken seriously sometimes. Like I've tried in the past to get things like mentorship, uh, investment myself, and because of my age, I've been sort of turned down. I think that problem is, is big, especially in Europe. Uh, so yeah, but uh, that's, like, I think that's starting to change a lot. People are starting to open their eyes and see how creative uh, and sort of good at entrepreneurship kids can be. Um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much my, my, my talk. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed the session. Thank you. Yeah.